Hello everyone, you're listening to Legends of Laia, a tabletop actual play campaign set in the fractured world of Laia. Brought to you by Infinity Break, where we're telling stories our own way. Legends of Laia comes out every other Wednesday wherever you get your podcasts. And if you'd like to support the show, go ahead and leave a 5-star review wherever you get your podcasts. Apple Podcasts is the best for that. Before we get started, let's go ahead and reintroduce our characters. Folks, my name is Ben Hamlin. I play a rogue of indiscernible archetype named Hugo. Hey everyone, I am Andrakel. I play Darius Alamnath, a.k.a. Ollie, the Sea Elf Wizard of Evocation. My name is Maddie Tremogomes. I play a paladin Captain Petros, our half-orc paladin cleric. And I'm Johnny Ronaldo. I play Finley Murphy, our halfling chef who fights. And last but incredibly not least, your dungeon master for this evening, Nick. Nick, hi. Hey, so, last time. On Legends of Laia, uh, some great shit happened, <laughs> particularly on Ollie's, uh, in Ollie's side. Uh, you fought against two bearded devils, victorious against them, though almost at a great cost, but not quite. Um, luckily, you have all come out the other side alive. <laughs> We've if, technically come out of it. <laughs> if... Uh, <laughs> A little low on spell slots and superiority die. <laughs> but and alive. Health. And health. <laughs> but alive. That's what's important. And as soon as the final devil falls, a portal in front behind the altar opens up. A path seemingly winding into a vast expanse of nothingness appears before you. And that's where we ended up. Well, if there's nothing there, then I'm going home. <laughs> yes, and. Yeah. Uh... Okay, go the fuck home. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right, great. See you guys later. <laughs> Toodles. Hi. If there's nothingness in front of us, then Can... I'm going to go where there's something us. Can you? someone take my body with me, with you? <laughs> well, okay, now hold on. <laughs> um, man, I don't have any, like, really big boy spells, but... Uh... <laughs> I will I will use t- 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 cure wounds on Ollie. Uh, so go ahead and heal for Jesus Christ. Uh, heal for ten. How many is Jesus Christ? <laughs> ten, I guess. <laughs> oh, I rolled okay. pretty low on both my dice. Coria will Coria will spend ten minutes setting up prayer of healing. Uh, Ollie uh, shoots up awake. Oh, did we win? Bowley. Bowley. Oh, hell yeah. (laughs) Bowley. Oh, I can't... uh, Whatever, who cares? Oh, good. What's that portal? That's the question, isn't it? Unclear. But I think we can probably... Hazard a guess. Okay, what's your guess? Well, it's... it's, um... Oh, never mind. I was remembering a part of the lore which was not true. So never never you mind. Uh, I'm taking that part of my statement back. Uh, Why are you will... speaking like that, Petros? <laughs> Hi, it's Petros. Um, <laughs> You're probably wondering how I got into the situation. So, uh, no, I'm, uh, that was me, Matthew, being like, oh, I'm, I am misremembering something. Never mind. Um, not sure. I guess we'll find out, presumably. Uh, so 10 minutes will pass. You'll gain 31 points of healing from Coria's prayer of healing. Damn. That's a bunch of healing. 
All of us, or is that an all-alien? Uh, everyone, up to six creatures. Hell yeah. Did you say 41? 31. 31. Can you say 41? No. Okay. Beans. Who's worth a shot? She I can rolled pretty 41. high on this prayer of healing anyway, so. Actually, yeah, that's... you can say 41, because I gave you an additional 10, so. Yeah, so I have exactly 41. Actually, that's I... a strategy I've never considered employing in tabletop, is purposely mishearing the DM. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Like, I know we always make the joke of, like, oh, what if they didn't attack? But, like, what if you just heard otherwise? What if you just misheard? Yeah, always worth what a go, just... anyway. No, it, sounds, a... no, it sounds like you said they missed. I said they hit for 15 damage. It sounds like you said they missed. I got a pro tip for you, Ben. You mm-hmm. don't even have to roll a dice. You can just say whatever number, <laughs> and there's no way to, to confirm. Andrew, that. I already do that. <laughs> just say it's a natural 20 every time. Yeah, when I roll my dice, I literally just pick them up, drop them, don't look, and then say a number. <laughs> uh, good news, gang. I So I have two, two second-level spell slots left, which means I cannot cast Life Transference even if I wanted to. Oh, no. And the world Thank celebrates. Um, do we want to take a full short rest or do we want to head into this thing and see what's up? I So I don't really want to go in there with us being as it is, right? I also don't really want to take a short rest here. That seems like a bad idea. God damn it. This would have been the point where I could have used my the bit that I was going to do, but... Yeah? I used my 7th level spell slot to, to heal someone. Like a chump. Like a like clown, yeah. Oh well, yeah. I I I like I said. I don't feel good about taking a short rest here. That doesn't feel safe. I. Uh, I could cast a. I could cast a tiny hut. So that we that, have some like protection around us if we wanted. That would be nice because I think we're doing okay-ish health-wise, but two of our guys not having their spell slots is kind of fucking. With us. Yeah, considering especially one of us is like, that's their whole bit, so. Oh, actually, I don't get, the only thing I would get back from a short rest is health, so. Yeah, that's, I was thinking that too, is like, we would need a long rest, but also I don't think taking a long rest is a good idea either. Even if we had a tiny hut, I think we need, we think we gotta go. I, normally I can use Arcane Recovery, which lets me recover some spell slots on a short rest, but that is still used because we haven't had a long rest in a, a while. Yeah. So never mind. I'm picturing Ugh. this horrible, dark, chasmic abyss. And then just a little house. <laughs> the <laughs> rent here is incredible. <laughs> yeah, the other abyssal like creatures are like, hey, 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 can I get in on this? <laughs> location, location, location. Someone you just hear, you're driving up the rent. <laughs> so if we short rest the only thing we'll get back is health um we could just go in and see what happens yeah i think we should just go all right all right i'm gonna limp my ass into this portal (laughs) all right you limp your ass into this portal you're at over half health health. at this point yeah hold on (laughs) i went unconscious during that fight and I immediately stabilized you, and then you're you got healed for many a health. If I want to limp, I'm gonna limp. 
<laughs> okay, okay, all right, all right. You're right, I'm sorry. Cool, we go in, we do that. <laughs> it healed my leg wrong, and now I have a limb. Oh my god. <laughs> all right, so you enter this new portal following the this winding path that now lies in front of you and as you step into it everything around you this opening closes you no longer see the place that you came in from all you can see even if you have dark vision is the path in front of you everything around you is pure blackness and for what feels like hours You just are walking forward and forward and forward, just following this winding path, just putting one foot in front of the other, afraid that if you step out of bounds, you might fall into this never-ending blackness. As you come to, as it seems like this will never end, you finally come to a three-way pronged crossroad. So there are now three paths that splinter in front of you. And you can see kind of at the bot, like far end of each of them, doors. And on the doors, there were a series of locks, which have now very apparently been broken off. Is there any markings on the doors? Um, no. Okay. They are surrounded in like arcane symbols, but even those seem to have like been like scratched, like broken. So whatever they whatever purpose they used to serve, they no longer do. Okay, so hmm, which door do we choose? What does y'all's gut tell you? I put the thing on the thing. Am I getting any gut reactions? Um, you feel more likened to the one on the left. Cool. I mean, that's pretty typical for me. And Hugo, um, you feel to... Hugo, you feel very drawn to the one in the middle. All right, I'll be the far right, I guess. <laughs> oh, damn it. <laughs> Uh, which door tells lies and which which door only tells the truth? And which door is kind of just non-committal? <laughs> All of them? <laughs> they don't talk to that you. That can't be true. Um, <laughs> which door speaks only in vagaries that can't be interpreted objectively? And which door just kind of mumbles? What do you think, Dr. Cora, who's canonically here? Oh, that's... Oh, shit! <laughs> <laughs> you jump scare me, scared me, man. <laughs> he looks like... <laughs> he must this man is having this. such a day. <laughs> He's having such a day. You, you can go if you want to. He's like, I actually don't think I can now. <laughs> over his shoulder there's like nothing there there's like uh-uh. he's like i actually think maybe i mean as much as i'm pretty sure i'm gonna die here probably safer with you guys anyway fair enough if Did i had like... to say oh go ahead i would say that each of these 
relates to the the artifacts you put in. Obviously, you can see that the locks are broken. So the keys that you put in obviously worked. Probably you feel drawn to one of them or the other. Do we split up or do we all go together? Oh, I, do. I think we should split up. In our current condition, that fight took a lot out of me. I can only assume it took a lot out of you. Uh, I would not recommend splitting up, no. No, agreed. No. Alright, so do we go left first? Sure. I I don't know. They all feel bad to me, so it's six of one, half dozen of another. Yeah, Petros is just like, all of these fucking Yeah, this place sucks, vibes. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> My paladin cleric self. Mm-mm, not liking it here. <laughs> no. Uh, Finley, you said the left feels um, like it's pulling to you? Yes. Do you want to lead then? And we'll head down the left towards the left door? Alright, she starts going. You head left. As you approach the door, it opens before you. As if reacting to your presence, Finley. And as you enter, this, the what was darkness around you, it opens into a completely different environment. This one is has many different what looks like stone face stone faces of like mountains rising up on the sides, and the these heavy dark like purple gray fog clouds kind of hang in the air and very weigh very heavily on you it's almost hard to breathe like these are like toxic fumes they're not like you're not taking any damage but it's just harder to breathe in here like you notice that as you're walking forward around you are many beady eyes blinking watching you as if they're trapped in the in the stone looking at you and you can't see any mouths moving but you can hear voices crawling kind of in your ear like an infestation as you walk forward the path narrows and at the very end there is a there are stone steps which lead up to this giant throne the throne is constructed of black rock and it exudes just evil evil energy to the point where petros you almost feel sick to your stomach it affects you more than most. You and Coria. And on this throne is a figure. He is a large figure, domineering. His face staring at you with slight interest. Bearded, deep, deep red 
crimson skin. Giant horns that curl around his head and come across almost to his face and meet in the middle. There's jewelry dangling from them. His ears are long and pointed and pierced. And his eyes are black and beady and stare at you with fascination. His teeth are pointed and you can see it as his face kind of turns upwards in a smirk. His long clawed fingers resting on the edge of his throne. As he sits back, one leg kind of resting on the other in a relaxed pose. His chest is bare, but you can see the scars of many battles past just raked across his chest and his shoulders. And he wears dark black armor on his bottom half with boots that go up to his legs. And he stares at you, Asmodeus, as you walk in to stand in front of him. And he looks at you, Finley. Ah, little one. I have much to thank you for. You have impressed me with your strength. He kind of leans forward as you approach and beckons you come closer. Uh, Finley does, but it's very like, you know, chest puffed out, sword in hand, a little defiant. I would say almost the perfect presentation. All of you, really. The work that you have done so far has been excellent. We really must thank you, the three of us, for bringing the keys back. Bringing the continent back together under our control will be much more simple. Under your control? You see, all of those many years ago when we found out that the god of death and the one who called himself our creator decided that they wanted to wipe this world clean, that was, not, that was simply not something that we could stand for. That isn't to say that all the gods saw eye to eye with us. They were simply blinded by their allegiance. But not us. In fact, I believe that we actually have a common enemy. Who? Are you not currently locked in a battle of wits with the god of death? No, I think we are winning. <laughs> that is not in character. Yeah, it was. <laughs> no, my laugh. Oh, oh okay. <laughs> I can't fucking tell you shit. My laugh was not. <laughs> like, hey, hey now, don't underestimate his stupidity. Do you mean that the other gods, like the good gods, not you, uh... <laughs> like supported the idea of um of uh what's that 
Fuck. Genocide? Well, yes, but... Um, a soft reset. <laughs> yeah. You're hard saying reset. that's a really reset. hard reset. <laughs> reset You're to factory the settings. Others, the others all supported it? I would say that merely they were blinded by the honeyed words of the one who gave them life. Or maybe they thought that they would be spared in this erasure. But we knew the truth. And when we fought back, he sent the god of death after us. And all his gods of good. Or so they call themselves. That's fucked up. I agree. And here I've been in this prison. Um, so but... what are you... Finley's gonna, like, not like not turn her body away from him because she's still just like ready for this guy to like try and fight her for some reason um but she's gonna kind of like glance back at petros a a little bit like hey like your mom is a god right (laughs) my lesbian sea god mom yeah not technically no but i understand what you're getting at yeah but but i mean that's what the the look is is Hey. Yeah, Petros is just listening. Can, I'm just, I'm can, just taking it in for Can you confirm or deny <laughs> any of this? I, I got, I have nothing for right now. I'm, j- I, hmm, right. I'm just listening. That's it. That's the whole thing. Yeah. So if the continents are put back together, what do you intend to do? Things will simply return to the way they were. Or rather, the balance of things between good and evil, as mortals like to define them. But simply we wish to have our realms back, to return to our roles. Timot, the mother of dragons, to balance out, well, (laughs) what's happening on the continent right now. An overflux of overconfident paladins and clerics who claim to serve Bahamut but well humans don't always say what they mean either way there is balance that needs to be returned to the continent of Laia one that is currently out of flux now of course the gods of good believe this to be the correct way of going about things but given the gash in the continent, I would say that perhaps they were mistaken. Hey, uh, uh... Are you saying that that gash in the continent is because of, like, Bahamut and them? The battle that went on between us, yes. But they didn't have the power to fix it. And you do? The three of us together... Hey, anybody else feel like this guy's making a lot of sense? I'm maintaining a healthy sense of, um, what's the word? Fucked. Uh, suspicion. Uh, no, that's not it. I know what you're trying to say. Caution. Skepticism. There we Uh, go. Skepticism, thank you. Thank you. I'm maintaining a healthy sense of skepticism, thank you. Etch a sketch. That's what I was trying to think of earlier. (laughs) <laughs> hey you guys remember light bright i actually like use that in my word doc like shaking an etch a sketch is essentially what the creator's trying to do 
shaking the etch a sketch. But it's been used one too many times that like it won't actually go away, so you have to shake it harder. <laughs> So do we just have to go into the rooms of the others, too? And then everything's done? Once the three of us are once again reunited, the power that was contained in our keys will be released and returned to us, and we will be able to leave these prisons. Once we do, our that magic is now bonded to you who have brought the keys back to us. What this means is that we will fulfill your wish, whatever that may be. And then you're free to go do whatever you want. Exactly. It's a win for both of us. And you're not like requiring our souls or anything in exchange? I would not force you into such a bargain. I find that the best souls are the willing ones. Those dedicated to me are who I surround myself with. King, I don't know about you, but I don't like the idea of empowering the literal fucking devil. I am merely one devil out of many. I'm not talking to you. <laughs> I fucking love her. Sassy. Well, <laughs> bitch, I didn't ask you. Shut the fuck up. Moving on. <laughs> God. <laughs> just, just going. Shh, it's not your turn to talk to the fucking devil. This <laughs> oh, I love her. Yeah, she's she's so good. <clears throat> Quiet, you. <laughs> if the options are our entire world ends or we release them and stop that, but they can do what they want after, which I kind of think we be. just need to release them and do it. But we don't know what they want. That That could just be ending everything anyway i why on earth would i want to end everything okay as finley said i'm not talking to you right now (laughs) i'm just here in the room while you're talking about me can you give us like five fucking minutes to talk about this please can and stop talking so loud (laughs) i'm not like i'm literally not but okay i'm sorry anyway i don't know (laughs) I'm just some fucking guy. We're all just some fucking people that got stumbled into this whole business. I don't know. I don't have an answer. I'm not going to pretend I do. We aren't just some people. What are we, then? We're a group of friends and Dr. Cora. That's (laughs) We're friends and also... Some guy, but and this guy, no, you're you're right, you're right. I didn't mean to demean our our relationship. I meant, I don't know. Do you think the others got this far and then chose not to make the deal? Maybe. It's quite the possible. 
Uh, Finley's going to turn to Asmodeus. What happened to the last group that tried this? They didn't even get this far. That doesn't answer my fucking question. I mean, maybe he doesn't know because they didn't get this far. She look. She looks at him like, "Is that?" I know that there was a group that managed to gather the artifacts before. However, they obviously didn't make it here. Whatever happened to them, I can only assume that they were. Well, that something happened along the way. If I were going to blame it on anyone, it would be Malsumus. Whether or not he had a body at that time. Well, how would it have been his fault if he didn't? If he ended up getting, you know, partially sealed away or whatever? And then everyone's memory got lost. Yeah, that sounds like his deal. Alright, gamers, what are we doing? <laughs> What's up, gamers? Where are we dropping? Are we all loaded into the same lobby? Did everyone get my invite? <laughs> Dr. Core is like, sorry, I can't play. My, uh, my, my, like, my connection's really bad. <laughs> I'm gonna go home. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. We'll play without you. <laughs> I don't think it's a bad idea to talk to the other two just to get a full read of the situation. That's a good yeah. point. All right. Hugo nods. Yeah, okay. All right, Asmodeus, we'll be back, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> it was a pleasure to meet you. Oh, that's Asmodeus. a That's a lie for you sure. Have a, <laughs> you have a vested interest in us making a particular decision, um, but that means that we need to be alive, correct? Mm. <laughs> I don't like that. Here's how it is. Whether you live or die after this point doesn't really matter to me. However, I am a being who understands the concept of gratitude. Moreover, I believe that you care about what happens to this continent and the people on it. As such, I think it would benefit you to live. Alright, so what I'm asking is, would we safely be able to do, like, a long rest here? I'm not going- And- I'm not going to- Not have any fuckery from you. He's like, fuckery? (laughs) (laughs) Only if that's what you're into. Um- no. Uh I my aim is not to hurt you. I'm not going to send anything to attack you here. Right. Will we fuck up this process by just like taking a break? I mean Tiamat probably won't be very happy, you know how impatient she gets, but I it'll be fine, I'm sure. I'm going to look at whoever had the Tiamat artifact and be like, huh? <laughs> that would be our uh, newly bescaled friend, Hugo. <laughs> <laughs> Teehee. Um, I mean, if we weren't comfortable 
resting outside of here. I don't know why we'd be comfortable resting in here. Yeah, you're like, I don't trust you. I'll sleep here, though. <laughs> yeah, I, I think we should keep moving. <laughs> I, I agree. Let us keep moving on. He's like, you guys were so mean to me just a few seconds ago. Now you want to take a nap in my house? <laughs> yeah, don't worry about it, man. None of your business. <laughs> no. All right. Well, we actually want to take a nap within a tiny house within your house. <laughs> okay, it's pillow uh, port time. it's about that, like, you probably won't let what's-his-fuck assassinate us because his goals don't align with yours as much. No, fuck him. <laughs> See? Oh, shit. If we release the you... The enemy of my enemy. If we release you, are you going to kill Malsumus? It isn't really possible to kill the god of death. However, destroying his body sends him back to his original plane from which he will stay for a very, very long time. And in doing so, he delays the apocalypse. Perhaps indefinitely. Oh! Okay, let's go let's go back and go down the and get the uh, centrist perspective on this before we make the decision. <laughs> yeah, Tiamat, the centrist. That's right. I'm always saying that for sure. <laughs> Shoot. Tiamat, who has five heads and wants to see every side. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I mean, that's well, she's always constantly forming for. a committee. <laughs> she fits quorum, like, just on her own. That's <laughs> my new mom. <laughs> All right, you leave Asmodeus, and you'll go to the center? Yes. Yeah. I think so. Let's put Hugo in the front. You shove Hugo party in, the in the back. <laughs> Hugo in the front, party in the back. Got it. And the second door opens in front of you. This realm completely different from Asmodeus's. This is a almost in like incomprehend uncomprehensible incomprehensible apparently <laughs> I can't just this series of valleys of cliffs and valleys of red rock and in these valleys there are some that hiss just toxic fumes, like green toxic fumes. In the other, there is just a river of lava. In still others, there are just a series of storm clouds in, out of which lightning just randomly zaps every once in a while. You can feel it like causing your hair to stand up on end. And in the center, a giant mass of scale and rock on this mountainous perch is a gargantuan figure, the size of which you almost can't fathom. You wouldn't believe it if it weren't curled up right in front of you. And its size gets even greater as one head looks up and turns around, red scales crawling down its neck. One 
gargantuan wing spreads out. And then the other. And then another head, this time blue. And then another. And another. And another. Five heads raising up, staring down at you. Each one radiating a different kind of energy, but the center one, the red, with the red scales. Giant horns curling across its head. Looks down at you and sneers. But as she sees you, Hugo, and her scaled face brightens with recognition. Bonjour! That's your mom. I believe we work together. Her voice shakes you all to the core. It takes a second to get used to, but you feel like you may not even get used to it ever. Just the sonorous nature of it. Oh, someone has a word a day calendar. The uncontrolled volume of her voice shaking the earth around her. Well, if it isn't my dedicated servant and all my new friends, welcome to this prison of mine. Bonjour. A pleasure to meet you. You are very hospitable. Um, my name is Hugo Charlemagne. I guess this for Baird Anton Dufontaine. I'm an archaeologist and author. Um, I've recently acquainted myself uh, with you. Perhaps you were involved. Do you know? Do you know who uh, I am? I do know who you are. I've been watching you for quite some time. Oh. Through a smaller lens, of course, but now, seeing you here in front of me, I am overjoyed. After all, you've brought my key back to me with all of the power that it entails. All of us are so, so happy to see you. You know, I don't get that reaction often. That's a shame. I I whisper over to, like, Petros and Finley. Oh no, she's going for his biggest weakness, is being liked. (laughs) (laughs) His ego, maybe. (laughs) Uh, When you say through a smaller lens, what do you mean? Well, you see, although worship of the three of us, along with those of us, those gods who followed us in our campaign against Malsumis and the creator, we do still have some. A few who are dedicated to us. And although my temples are no longer inhabited by the living, a bit of me still resides within each of them. I'll be honest, it surprised me when a few very capable adventurers such as yourself actually managed to get your hands on the artifacts. But, um, I'm glad you did. Yeah, we are too. Uh, of course, we were we were happy too. I, I am glad to be of service in that uh, respect. So, does this mean that 
you will be asking for your wish after you free us. Oh, that's right. Uh, it's is it complicated? We are currently weighing a number of affairs. Uh, you know that famous play, House Hunters? <laughs> yeah, trying to decide between houses one, two, and Zoe. I can cut that. That's not a good thing. <laughs> she doesn't. She has five heads and doesn't understand what you're saying. <laughs> All that combined godly brain power and it's going nowhere. She <laughs> still can't be understood. Um. Anyway, I know my fellow HGTV fans liked that one. <laughs> yeah, they're going wild right now. Maddie, rise up. <laughs> it made me chuckle. Hey. Um, I'm sorry. Could you repeat your last line, Tiamat? Uh, at Nick. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you flatter me. If we release you, what do you intend to do? Well, firstly, I intend to regain control of my temples and allow those who worshipped me to do so freely. I... As much disdain as I have for the Silver Dragon, I can understand the importance, as, as Medeus puts it, of balance. But I feel right now that the world is in a great amount of imbalance. I want my power back. I want my people back. Your people? My people. Hugo, a long time uh, ago, there was a a split amongst Dragonborn. Those that carried the blood of the Silver Dragon, or rather, the Metallic Dragons, and those that carried my blood, the blood of the Chromatic Dragons. They have been the victims of persecution by their brothers and sisters. It's unfortunate, really. I intend to do help them regain their prior position as equals. That makes sense. That, that plus, seems good. Plus, right now, I'm in this... Uh, well... Realm, I guess you could call it. But I... I miss my throne. Well, I'm sold. Haven't you ever just had a wonderful storm cloud that you live in, or a lake of fire that's just so cozy? I just, I miss home, you know? I've been here for so long. We, oui, I have uh, an apartment in Elsel, uh, and I've been on the road for like a year now. Long-suffering so. devotee to the cause. I can respect that. Oh. Thank you. Alright, well, we're still uh, interviewing potentials, so we gotta go over <laughs> to the third door, and then we'll get back to you on this, on, on what our decision is. Have fun over there. 
She's a, a beacon of joy. Damn, okay. Also, if you have a fear of spiders, maybe stay away. Okay. Oh. I don't think... Hugo almost looks like he's gonna stay in Tiamat's realm. Uh, but then quickly follows along as everyone else leaves. <laughs> Her five heads watch you go. Mm, bad vibe. I mean, bad vibe for me. Uh, obviously, Hugo thinks it's an okay vibe. <laughs> Uh, let's uh let's gather outside in the like the waiting area um, before we go into the next door to talk for a minute. The lobby. Yeah. Let's Haunted in the lobby. Haunted discordant music place. So I kind of feel like this is a necessary evil to take on in order to keep like a, uh, like going. What do you all think? You are suggesting that uh, somebody has to be in control, and it is either one of these three or Masumas. No. Oh, I'm suggesting that if if we release them. And bring the continent back together. They can all fight each other and keep each other occupied. So they'll stop fucking around with our place. And we, then we wait, can just make sense to me. This makes sense to me. But it does mean like releasing these people, these gods. Who are also going to do bad. You are suggesting we are, in a sense, fatally fucked us away. Uh, it's the old uh, sea elf saying, fucked if you do, fucked if you don't. Mm. Mm, I've heard that before, yeah. <laughs> My Perhaps... concern... Oh. Go ahead. No. Uh, perhaps, uh, uh, much like the the Fiddly sang, out of the frying pan into the fire. <laughs> My other concern is that if we, we do let them loose and they start, you know, getting in a fight with the other gods, there's there's nothing to say that won't have a fairly significant impact on our plane anyway. Can you're you, right. Like, ask oh, your go ahead. weird lesbian godmom if she's going to be super pissed at us if we do this? I I don't think I have reception here. Does that seem reasonable, <laughs> Nick? <laughs> Ever since you stepped into the abyss, your connection with Melora has been yeah. like radio silence. Well, That's what I thought. Wow. Well, we're going to step out to a third person, right? So. Well, I mean the abyss in reception general. briefly. Oh. Yeah. We probably should have asked about that before we went into the abyss. I mean, we didn't know. I don't think we had the exact idea that this was going to be the situation anyway, right. right? Yeah. So. I just meant we we have a direct line to a god. We probably should have gone like, hey, what do you think about all this? It feels to me like it's either assured destruction in Laia falling apart completely or 
releasing them and maybe not destruction, but maybe still destruction. It's like a chance where if we do nothing, then there's no chance. Why do we think that destruction is ensured if we do nothing? Because it's like, obviously this sucks, but like, for what reason do we think that anything's going to get worse? Well, it is, right? I mean, like, the continent is splitting further and further apart, and the abyss is taking over more and more. Yeah. Is that true? The, what we have heard is that this has happened before and will happen again. So it's not going to be immediate, but it is the likelihood of everything being reset is high. All right, well, then it doesn't seem like we have a choice. I mean, that is also taking into effect that, like, the people who have told us that are telling the truth. I... Who did tell us that? Which part? The, the like, everything's gonna reset part. Yeah, the, the, that this is the path, because I was kind of under the impression that, like, this time was different and it sort of stopped partway. It did, but it is... Because, well, I think normally it's like a instant sort of thing. Boom. That yeah. just gets shaken. This time there was disruption seemingly because of these evil gods who managed to, like, put a wrench in the gear as it started. And it was, like, only sort of split, but it's still, like, unstable and splitting. Like, Malsumus is still trying to get that wipe to happen is just that the evil gods threw a wrench in the plan gotcha gotcha uh, once again like who knows if they're telling the truth we don't know any of this is true my negative two insight says they're telling the truth <laughs> <laughs> do you want to roll insight on the gods my insight is think plus eight so yeah i actually do I absolutely do okay roll insight <laughs> Uh, can I just help Petros? Sure. He's the help actor. Like in your uh, conversations together, you can dip, you can you know pull your thoughts cool. on what you observed. Uh, I rolled a twenty-three. Delightful. Hell yeah! They seem very serious about this. Hmm. Like they're, you don't get the sense that they're lying to you. <clears throat> I. Like, they really hate this Malsumus guy. Like, he did something to them. Like, obviously in prison to them. Yeah, but, but like... they really feel wronged. Like, they were trying to do... They believe that they that were doing the That whatever they right were trying thing. to do was the right thing. Yeah, but that they we were, don't... like, stopping all of their... Like, they would lose all their power if all of their followers were erased. or if, And if they were erased. Like, nobody wants that. <laughs> So they 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 do seriously feel like they were doing what was necessary, and that Malsumus imprisoned them for fighting back. Okay, I will share that information with the group. See, I trust them. At least these two. All right. Well, let's just talk to the third one. Then we can make a decision. All right. I'll lead the way. You lead the way. In the third, into the third door, it opens in front of you. This is a dimly lit cave inside. 
and as you're stepping forward, it's the ground that you're walking on is kind of soft. And as you're walking in through this cave, it, is the ground the light spiders? Is, <laughs> no, it's okay. not moving or anything. But as the light reflects off the side, it's reflecting off of silvery strands like hair. Some of them dangle down in front of you, and you brush past them, and you realize that it's spider webs. You can hear but not see the skittering of many, many tiny legs. But you look around, and you can't see anything. Deep into the cave, you keep walking. Keep walking, keep walking. The sound of many skittering bodies following you. Above your head, around you, close to your ears. Every once in a while, you feel like you can sense something crawling up your shoulder and you go to brush it away, but nothing's there. As you keep walking forward into the the depths of this cavern, the darkness and the silvery webs all lead to center. And looking up, around you, suddenly the light, silvery light, like moonlight, but there's no moon, but like silvery light filters in through no opening, just kind of almost backlit. And there is a giant web from the ceilings, from the walls, from the floor that all comes up and in the middle is a giant spider, an abdomen. And then the body. The body of a drow woman, armored, sits up and looks at you. Her eight spidery legs all stretched out, feeling the vibrations of the web as you walk toward her. She raises her head at you. You can see her eyes are covered by a silvery film. Of course, in all of this darkness, she has no need to see. All she does is feel the vibrations of you as you walk towards her. Her hair is long and silvery, just like the webs that surround her. In fact, it's almost indistinguishable from the webs around her. And her skin is a very pale, pale gray. Her body, deep black. She looks up at you. Her head raises. Her ears, her long elven ears twitching as she can feel you approach. And Lolth the Spider Queen raises up to greet you. And that's where we're going to end this episode. The show you've just been listening to was The Legends of Leia, brought to you by Infinity Brick, where we're telling stories our own way. This show is Dungeon Mastered by Nick Boylan, edited by Andrew Akel, and produced by Ben Hamlin. It features the voices of Andrew Akel, Ben Hamlin, Manny Trombo-Gomes, and Johnny Ronaldo. Our music is by Johnny Ronaldo, and our logo is by Andy Wilson. 
You can check out all of our other shows at infinitybreak.net and support us on Patreon at patreon.com forward slash infinitybreak, where there's plenty of Legends of Leia bonus content, including chatter from recordings and insight on the story and world. You can also follow us at our Twitter account at Legends of Laia. Thank you very much for listening. We'll see you next week. Ha 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 ha.